You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello and happy April 21st. I think what we should do today is celebrate. For those of us that had to pay a lot more taxes on April 15th, celebrate and be thankful that we have the ability to do that. See, it's so interesting to me when I hear somebody say, well, I want to really save on taxes. I've never looked at it that way. I've always looked at it as I want to make as much money as possible and pay the taxes that go with it. Now, if you have a good accountant, that's how it works. See, the people who are thinking lack, you know, making whatever the number is, and how do I, I don't want to pay any more taxes, you're missing the whole point. (laughs) Every time you make another $1,000, so what if you have to pay another 300 in taxes? Doesn't that mean 700 more came to you and your family and your dreams and your goals? Well, it's the same thing with today's topic. Today's topic, it comes from a great question from one of our doctors who's been doing this for a while and he does it good. But remember, good is the enemy of great. If you're not driving to be better at everything you do, you're simply getting by. See, what was the question, if you remember? The question was this. Dr. B, you know, how do I keep people from dropping out? They get bored two, three months into care. And, you know, my instant answer is don't be so boring, but there's depth to it. So what a great way to go into today's podcast. See, how do you keep from being boring? Well, number one, you know, don't be boring. You should be thankful. You should be grateful. You should be excited every single time somebody enters your office, even if it's the mail person bringing you mail. What? what, what? Yes, absolutely. Our mailman once, I think it was around 1992, he'd been our mailman for six months. And one day he just came in and he goes, it's my day off. And he told Julie Randazzo, I'd like to get checked here. I love coming in here. (laughs) See, we'd been talking to him for years. He'd been watching us for years. And finally, that fruit was bore. In other words, the seeds were planted years ago. See, we're always the kind of people that people want to be around. We're always the kind of office people want to go to. But remember this, outside of chiropractors, chiropractic spouses and children, and not even all their children, but outside of that, and our patients who've bought into what we do, there's nobody in the world that goes, you know what I'd love to do today? I'd love to go to a chiropractor. Any more than there's anybody who'd say, I'd love to go to an oncologist. I'd love to go to an internist. I'd love to go to an OBGYN. I'd love to go to a dentist. Nobody says that, people, besides the people who do that job. But we should say it a lot less and become it a lot more. So how do you keep people from dropping out and getting bored doing the same old thing? First of all, don't do the same old thing. Wait a minute, Dr. B, has the six pieces of a daily visit changed? It's been the exact same since 1985 when I started doing it. I always, number one, recognize, appreciate, 
and approve of the human being in front of me. Even if it's just, John, really good to see you today. Let's see how you're doing. Get it? I would never say, John, really good to see you. How are you doing? If they're on a corrective care plan, we should know how they're doing. It's a little weird to ask a patient, how are you doing? It's actually taboo. If you said that to me and I was in corrective care or maintenance in your office, I'd literally go, I just gave you a check for $7,000 and you're asking me how I'm doing? I think I want my check back. You should know that, doctor. If I'm five years into maintenance care and a new doctor comes in my office and brings the same old bad habits that caused him or her to fail in their last office, and they say to a four, five, six-year maintenance family, how are you guys doing today? Don't be surprised when they drop out. My gosh, we just spent $3,600 four months ago and your new doctor said, how are we doing? Folks, you want to be a corrective care doctor or CA? Don't ever say, how are you doing? You should know how they're doing. You should know how they're doing. Replace that with, let's see how you're doing. That's what a doctor and a CA in charge does. But if you're asking anybody ever, how are you doing, even socially, you're, you're talking in relief care conversations. And there's no place for those in corrective care mindsets. See, so first of all, don't be in a relief care mindset and try to sell a chiropractic corrective care uh, course of, of you know, care for those people. It won't work. You'll be stuck at 20, 30, 35 grand for the rest of your life. And worse than that, you'll be having a patient visit average of less than 50. Unacceptable. Start ratios of less than 80%. Unacceptable. Get with me on this. How do we keep patients from getting bored? Don't be boring. Don't be superficial. And don't be, how you doing? That's, it's, it's nothing you should ever ask. Number, number two on that. When I say, let's see how you're doing, and the patient interjects, my gosh, Dr. B, I'm doing better than I have in years. Be aware enough to know that they just said, gosh, I know you told me I needed nine months of care, but two weeks in, I feel better than I ever have. They just said, you're amazing and I'm about to quit. Because nobody really buys into the whole corrective care model, in my opinion, in the first two, three months. It's spoon-fed through love and curiosity. See, love and curiosity. Patient comes in with a, you know, a 70-degree scoliosis. Certain doctors say, I can't help that. Patient comes in in a wheelchair. Oh, I don't think I can help you. You know, you're thinking in relief. You're thinking in correcting a scoliosis. Personally, I never thought that way. You're thinking about getting them to walk again. Personally, I never thought that way. I always thought this way. See if this resonates with your heart. Any pressure I could relieve on that human being's nervous system has got to help them suffer less and live better, see? I'm not picturing a 16 or a 70 degree scoliosis uh, getting straightened out, but I gotta tell you this, I gotta tell you this, I definitely am picturing relieving nerve interference, helping their body function better. 
Well, doctor, is my daughter's scoliosis ever going to get better? You know, she's 18 years old. I haven't seen it happen a lot. But what I have seen a lot is when the body starts functioning, it's amazing what the body can do. So now I'm the doctor who improves function, not the doctor who's going to correct a scoliosis who three, six, nine, twelve, eighteen months later takes a picture and the scoliosis is maybe three degrees better or maybe it's the same or maybe it's worse. That happens in my office all the time. And the reason we took that post picture to see was number one, what the body did with the adjustment, number two, what the adjustment specifically did for the body, and then number three, how do we maintain it? See, how do you keep patients from getting bored? Don't be boring. Don't be superficial. Don't be just ha-ha. Oh, it's so good to see you. What a beautiful day, and it's better because you're here. What does that have to do with anything? That's just so superficial. What a beautiful day, and it's better because you're here? Thank you for allowing us to take care of you. Thank you for allowing us to serve all your family. Thank you for referring in so many people over the years. That's a deeper layer. See, I can go another layer deep. You know, I don't know if you remember this, but about six years ago, you referred Donna. And Donna was having migraines for over 20 years. And we found a lot of problems with Donna. And you know, Donna's entire life has changed since she's been coming here. Interestingly enough, she still has migraines, but her entire life has changed because her function is so much better. That wouldn't have happened without you. See, if you're talking about fixing migraines, headaches, back pain, you're talking relief care. It's pretty hard, quote unquote, to sell somebody on six, 12, 14, 18 months of corrective care if you're talking about relief. So you want to keep people from getting bored with you? Number one, have depth to your conversation. Number two, be super concerned about the human being. And when they do bring up news, weather, sports, politics, or religion, or maybe you make the mistake of doing it, Turn it into something that'll help them see that they can enjoy those things even better with less pain because they're here in the office getting the care they need. Folks, I'll tell you, you want to keep people from getting bored? Don't be boring. Be, you know, be thankful, be full of gratitude, and have depth to your conversation. Oh, it's so good to see you. Yeah, that's great, but it's superficial, and only certain people can pull it off. Oh, it's so good to see you. You know, we're probably two months away from getting into maintenance care. And that was our goal. And I keep thinking, if somebody would have told you about corrective care in this office 15, 16 years ago, you'd have pretty much started in maintenance. I wonder how many people you know, with or without back pain, neck pain, and headaches, that don't even have a clue what's going on inside them until it's often too late. Let's not let other people suffer like you did. See, you want to keep people from getting bored? Don't be boring. Don't do the same things over and over. Yes, my visit always has a recognition, appreciation, or approval, and it has depth to it. It always has a palpation, possibly adjustment, and a repalpation after that adjustment. I never make the adjustment and go, excellent, because now you're training the person when they hear that big crack, audible, whatever you call it, 
That's a good adjustment. Well, what happens when they get a great adjustment without the audible? Oh, yeah. So I recognize, appreciate, approve every visit with depth, usually two, three layers deep. I palpate and I'm never talking when I'm palpating. I usually adjust and I never am talking when I adjust. Then I have them breathe again and I repalpate. Then I say, excellent. That's exactly what we needed. Or, you know, we need a little bit more there. Then I make a referral statement and then I direct them to the next appointment. I'm always concerned. I'm always connected. And because I'm a doctor or a CA, I'm always directing. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. Rah, rah, how you doing? That's a terrible thing. Like, I, I, I swear, it'd be so cool if you ever said that again. You, from this moment on, you'd get an electrical shock that was almost unbearable. Because then most of us would only do it once. But more importantly, we'd take better care of the people that God has entrusted us to take care of, which means we'd be taking a lot better care of all their referrals. I hope this helps you never, ever be superficial never ever be about news, whether sports, politics, and religion, unless you leave chiropractic and you go into one of those fields. And always be thankful and very, very, very aware that every single person knows somebody, whether they've got symptoms or not, that need what you have almost as much as you and I need air. See folks, for me, what we do as corrective care chiropractors, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. It's a necessity. And we always find ways to feed our babies. We'd always find ways to make sure our babies got the care they needed. I hope this helps you help them. I hope it creates depth to your relationships with your patients, not as friends, not as rah-rah, but as doctors and CAs. Have an amazing day. Baker out. Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings Podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.